So mm-hmm. after these three weeks, we get into the next three weeks. All the couples separate and go back to their original partners. So we're going to go through each of the original couples now. <laughs> and, you okay. know, kind of through some of the things that happened in those situations of them living together in these three weeks. Um, who would you like to start with, Jemay? I'm looking just at Colby and Madeline. I just want to get them out the way. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're trash. They're trash. That's all. They're trash. <laughs> okay, moving right along. <laughs> ah, we have to say something. Okay, the two largest things with them that they struggled with, Lord have mercy. And maybe it's me. No, it was Madeline too. It was about accountability and ownership. Mm. Those are the two main things. Like accountability for your feelings, your actions, and taking ownership of them and and understanding like it is what it is. (laughs) I don't know how to... like. Madeline needed to take accountability and ownership for the fact that she did not want to be in a committed relationship. Exactly. Let it go. Let it die. Like be your best self and live in your singleness and enjoy that singleness and do what you want to do, boo. Like you don't have to be tied down if you don't want to be tied down. Nobody is forcing you to be here. Like in that one point in them starting together and ending together did I see that she actually wanted to be with him or it felt like she genuinely wanted to be there like she kept forcing herself to like I think I want to be with him like I I could see it but like man nah you cannot tell me that Madeline doesn't hate Colby he was suffocating her (laughs) and like I, I understand why but Madeline hates that man to me, to me, it looked like Madeline hated Kobe from the moment this show started, okay? He gave her attention, and I think that's all she wanted from her. Like, physical attention, and that's all she wanted. Because he was constantly in her ass. Like, oh my gosh, it would make me uncomfortable. <laughs> he was just yeah. always on top of her, showering her with love quote-unquote affection physical touchy-feely telling her like oh you're so beautiful da, 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 da. and like to each his own but get out my ass like are you on me yeah. <laughs> and she didn't seem like she wanted that kind of constant attention but when she was with randall and he only gave her emotional attention she couldn't handle the fact that he would not like give her physical attention. She just ultimately yeah. needed to accept that she had some insecurities that she was dealing with. And she kept seeking like that outward validation of mm-hmm. that she, you get from like physical attention. Yeah. That's exactly why she was so pressed to tell Shanique, your man wants me. That is her. That is insecurity screaming, doing some petty high school girl shit like that. Come on now. <laughs> I but just, yeah, I did not understand that at all. 
She just oh, she needed to man. be honest with herself. You have to be honest with yourself and your partner. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to commit. You don't want to commit, so then leave. And then Kobe, 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 bitches. <laughs> Bro. What did he do? This man went and gave a girl his number and said that they were in an open relationship. And he said, he, he lied. And he said to Madeline, I did this for you so that you could fully experience you know, this experience, which didn't really make sense. Because mind you, Colby is the one that gave the ultimatum. Yeah. So you give her the ultimatum and then you go and tell other women that you are pretty much single and are Mm -hmm. dating and you're doing this to manipulate her into what, wanting to be with you? I, I don't. I didn't fully grasp the logic behind that one. If there was any, there was um, no logic. He just wanted to do what he wanted to do, and I guess because she was doing what she wanted to do with Randall, he felt like he should be able to do what he wanted to do with these random girls because he couldn't do what he wanted to do with April. <laughs> yeah. Mind you, that's not what they agreed to. Like, y'all didn't agree to do random shit with people outside the cast. No. It was supposed to only be those within, but... You brought her on this show to have this experience with the people that y'all interacted with for a week and then lived with for three weeks. And then you decide to make up your own new rule and go find some other bitches at the club and start dating them? Trifling. And honestly okay i can see the logic there but if you're gonna follow that logic then that should have been cut off at week three of the new (laughs) of the new relationship you over here you did it for her you wanted her to get the full experience but she had no idea this was happening (laughs) and it bled into your i'm saying oh my gosh the time that you're supposed to spend time together I don't understand how I don't understand <laughs> the head assery of it all. All right, I ain't got nothing else to say about them. They got my nerves. <laughs> oh, oh, let's gosh. see. Who's next? Oh, let's let's talk about April and Jake. Oh my gosh. They do not need to be together at all. <sighs> Man, okay. Trust issues. Let's talk about the trust issues. Cause they do not trust each other. And if listen, if you have to if you have mm-hmm. to check your partner's phone, then you don't need to be with them. Whether or not there's actually something there. If you feel the need to do that in the first place, you don't need to be in a relationship with them. Whether that's because of something that they've done in the past to show you that they aren't trustworthy or it's you having your own insecurities and like your own trust issues. Y'all don't need to be together. No, no. Or you need to sit down and have a long conversation about like why you feel the need to go. Like, are you bringing baggage in from another relationship or something? Like, that's what you had to do with your previous partner? I don't know. That didn't make any sense to me. And I guess I I guess I understood while she was upset, but, like, 
I like ass, so I I don't <laughs> and and I guess <laughs> it was with the person that they're supposed to be experimenting with, I guess. So in my opinion, what she could have found could have been way worse. Yeah, I was expecting it to be like some incriminating text messages or something. But I mean, I could definitely understand you getting in your feelings about seeing this video. I I get it, but like, I don't know. It was also wild that she she decided to go and do that on her birthday. Like she went, <laughs> this was her birthday when this happened. You went and checked your man's phone on your birthday. Uh, Why don't you start off your birthday like that? But yeah, it seemed she didn't. But it also seemed like they both had trust issues with each other. Because Jake came in when they started and was really mad about whatever she did um, when they were not together. Like during the three weeks prior. Because, I mean, I guess they just all went out to the club and was having fun and stuff. So she was just talking to a guy at the club. And I guess it got back to Jake. And Jake was furious about it so i think she got his number and stuff she said i believe she said she got his they exchanged instagrams mm-hmm. so it starts and i'm just like <laughs> yeah well he always that had was... a problem with her being on social media that's the main thing that he would complain about or complain about with ray or to ray because they that's what social media a lot Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I guess Jake did say that, like, he related to that situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> and that she valued, like, the opinions of others and strangers than him. It's not surprising. <laughs> she looks... Like I said, April is... It's not even the fact that she is the youngest one. It's the fact that she also acts like she's the youngest one on this cast. So, but I will give her her kudos because when she was popping off on them on the dinner, she was talking about how people needed to have the experience and embrace it fully, yada yada blah blah blah. So good for her for having that moment. But yes, it did feel like it stemmed from a little bit of a selfish thing. Like if you guys don't fully embrace this um, process, then I don't have anyone to talk to. I mean, yeah, that's valid. That's valid. But in her little, and not little, because it was long as hell, but in her monologue, she ain't telling one lie. Mm-hmm. It was a long speech, but everything she said was correct. And I was like, talk your shit, April. Talk your shit. Because they pissed me <laughs> off too. I understand. Go ahead. So yeah, the trust issues between April and Jake were a big thing that they still need to work on. And then the whole thing with growth, because April came in that first day like after jake and her had their argument and april was complaining about jake not seeing the growth or wanting to see the growth and everything you have to allow people to see the growth you know on one side and on the other side you have to actually give people a chance to display the growth all that's not going to happen in one day just because you have said that you've grown and you've improved and everything and like you've had all this this progress, that doesn't mean that another person is automatically going to see it, nor are they obligated to just believe it just because you say so. They have Mm -hmm. to 
they have to see it in your actions. They have to actually see the changes occur and consistently at that. But like I was saying, on the other side of that, you have to give people that chance to show you that they've made this progress. So they need to work on that. Yes. I think that is just across the board, a couple's thing. I know I've definitely dealt with it and I guess I've been on both sides of it. You just have to, yeah. like I've had to articulate, hey, babe, just trust. I know that I used to do this in the past and that's probably why you're responding the way that you're responding in this moment. However, trust that I have grown past that and allow me it's t- like believe me when I tell you that this should no longer be an issue but then at the end of the day if it is then know that I'm going to accept ownership like you can call me on it because yeah. I'm still trying to grow from it like so I guess not to reiterate what you just said but to add to it giving that person grace <laughs> mm-hmm. In understanding yeah. that they're still learning this new thing um, and it'll probably take time. And if you're not willing to wait for them to learn this new thing that they need to be developing, then you should also probably just leave. Yeah, I feel that because what you just described in your relationship with Avery, I definitely had that a lot in my last relationship too. And I just, it was like, I would have my areas of growth and realizing that I need to respond in different ways and stuff like that. And I would do better at that, but I wasn't allowed to have any sort of slip up. I wasn't allowed to make a mistake because if I did, it was like everything would just be invalidated. See, I told you. (laughs) Right. Basically. I thought you were supposed to change. I thought this was supposed to be improved. Here you are doing this again. It's like, okay, no, it's not what happened. Like, you're not about to invo- invalidate all this work that I've done. Right. So, yeah. But anyway, that's all I got to say about April and Jake. Um, uh, I'm going to say Ray and Zay for last. Let's mm. do Shanika Randall. <sighs> they grew. They did. I think out <laughs> they, of all couples, so out of all of the couples that actually went through the process (laughs) i think they grew the most like the experiment probably did what it was supposed to do for them Mm -hmm. i would say um because i feel as though randall came out a more mature person in the sense that he was able to articulate how he felt where he was coming from in a mature, like for me, in a mature way, like he didn't, he would always say, hey, here's what you're saying to me. This is how it's coming off to me. This is how it's making me feel. And yeah, I don't feel like it's acceptable because X, Y, Z, and Z. Shanique wouldn't always communicate. Like she would, it was weird because she was able to do that with Zay, but not with Randall. Like she could tell Zay, oh, you're talking to me like this and it's coming off like this and I don't appreciate it because X, Y, Z are making me feel this way or this is explain why I'm shutting down versus when Randall, she would just be like, I'm right, you're wrong, that's it. (laughs) I don't 
why are we still having this conversation? <laughs> yeah, like she just was not able to recognize her own flaws. Oh yeah. yeah. But then she realized like, oh, if I want to be with this man, I actually need to improve. And I could see right. <laughs> I could see how uncomfortable it made her when she would ask him. I appreciated Girl. the growth. But she was cringing. It made her when she'd be like, Yeah, if there's anything that I need to work on before she could even finish the damn sentence, Randall would be like, This, 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 that, and there. And it looked like she was in physical pain to admit <laughs> that she's not perfect. And I was just like, Oh, girl, you're struggling, but you're trying. You're trying. I love it's you for trying. Me. It's me. Yeah. I was like, I see you, Shanika. I get it, girl. We we the yeah. best, but we not. <laughs> yeah, I was I was definitely happy for her in that moment. Like she literally, she was actually asking. That's that's the thing too. Like she really wanted Randall to explain to her what she needed to do and what she could work on. Like she was able to recognize, I am not perfect. I too have flaws. And these flaws are hurting my partner. Mm. And I need him to like actually communicate with me. And I need to know from him what I need to do better. It pained And I need to sit here and listen and like really internalize. So I was proud of her for that. And Mm. it seemed like Randall was actually communicating his needs more. Because it seemed, Mm. I mean, he communicated well. But just from what we've seen, again, as viewers, it did not seem like he was communicating that much before with Shanique in terms of what she was doing wrong or like other things that he needed from her. Because again, he was just blaming everything on that whole financial stability bullshit with the whole reason of them not getting married or him not proposing, which he should have never done. You have actual issues that need to be fixed in the relationship before you get married to this woman and you haven't explained that to her. So it's an emotional thing, but I don't know that she left him the space to do that. And I think yeah, it's true. he was kind of intimidated because I, I get it. I get mm-hmm. it again. I, I know I said this earlier, but it's just, I relate to Shanique because it's that whole strong black woman syndrome situation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of men, especially black men, cannot, I don't want to say can't handle, but get easily intimidated by someone with a strong personality, someone with an opinion, someone with a mind or level of independence of their own. However, I do see where it was difficult for him to find his space or that like level of, I guess his nook, like his, how, how he could take some ownership because she didn't leave a lot of room for him to insert his opinion or be quote unquote, the man in the relationship. She would just tell him everything that she believed he should believe (laughs) and went about her business. So I think there's like that balance there where you want a woman that is strong and has that level of independence, but also has the emotional sensitivity to be a good partner, if that makes sense. 
because with Randall, I he struggled with communicating him emotionally. Like Madeline had the same complaint about him. She was like, "You don't tell me how you feel about me. You don't do this. You don't do that unless I ask you." Da, 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 da. So I think mm-hmm. he realized that he needed to be more vocal about that, which allowed him to like articulate how he actually felt and why he wasn't more vocal. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when I see both sides, I just I'm not trying to make excuses because I know that I err on the Shanique side of things. I I'm just saying here because I just realized that Shanique is my ex before he went to therapy. Oh. <laughs> Cause because she, she just wanted she just wanted the best for Randall. That's all. Similar in the way where Shanique was always pointing out how Randall was the problem in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Shanique didn't make no mistakes. It was only Randall. Randall was what was wrong with their relationship. Randall's why they didn't get married. Yeah. That was my last relationship <laughs> before he went to therapy. Everything <laughs> that was wrong was just blamed on me. That man was not perfect, but could not recognize his own flaws. And I was not allowed to actually point them out. See, this is the flip side. (laughs) Which is why I'm like, I can't really shade Randall too much because I know that. I know being that quote unquote personality, I don't even want to say strong personality because it kind of implies that the other one is not, even though that's not the case. If you do not allow space for your partner to grow and flourish and communicate, mm-hmm. then the relationship itself can't grow because yeah. one person is the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah. And it's like sucking yeah. all the air. <laughs> no air. Air. Nowhere, <laughs> nowhere. Tell me it's supposed to be no air. Okay, we let me okay, let's continue. Mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing else to say about them, but <laughs> I love Shanique. She did some dumb shit, but I love her. Um, okay. Ray and Zay. Sorry, I looked at the note and I thought it said something completely different. I thought it said they were a complete ultimate failure, but <laughs> that is not what the note said. It's <laughs> not what the note said. <laughs> I don't even... I There's not even too much to dive into. Like, we can go into the shit that Zay did with going out all night and then coming back and just, like, oh. how that whole thing turned out. But I wish you would. I wish he would. But honestly, they both just, they forgot about their growth that they had in the previous three weeks and they resorted to their old habits and it just failed because they can't do that. Ray cannot continue to shut down and think that this relationship is going to work and Zay cannot communicate in the way that he does and just, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Like they both are so trash at communication. (laughs) With each other, anyway. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Ray does not respond well to yelling at all. 
And that's the only way that Zay knows how to communicate right now because he hasn't had enough, what I call practice, to get his emotions out. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not even just the yelling. If you say something that Zay doesn't like, then he's going to flip out. Like you're not actually allowed to say your truth if Zay can't handle it. He didn't know how to... And I think he's still learning that. He's just he's just young, in my opinion. He didn't know how to delineate between, okay, this is just something that I don't like. It's not a personal attack on me versus, no, this person is actually disrespecting me. Yeah. <laughs> like, Kobe was- That was disrespect. Disrespectful. Like, yeah. you are coming for this man's character by telling, putting things on him that are not actually true. Not saying that his feelings are not valid regardless, but in that moment, him getting frustrated, he didn't have to get as frustrated. <laughs> there could have been a little level of self-control there, but he was warranted in being upset for you trying to lie on him. Somebody telling you that they don't like how you communicate with them or asking you not even telling you but asking you to approach your tone or whatever a little bit differently so that they can do there's so many thoughts that are coming to mind because there was this one moment Mm. and I love you baby to pieces but my partner does this as well but just leaping like Leaps and bounds to a whole, whole different thing. Like Zay has said something. And Shanique pointed out that he uses his background as not necessarily an excuse, but a crutch, like something that he leans oh, on. Like, yeah. oh, I'm never going to change because of this. Or I know it's difficult for me. Like, I feel like that's what happens when you go to therapy for the first time and your your therapist helps you reveal something about yourself and you're just like, oh, that's why I do this. That's why I do that. And so now you're like for the next week and a half or the ne- until the next time you meet with your therapist, you're literally like using yeah. that as a reason. So every time you pop off on someone, you're like, oh, well, I had a hard childhood and it's because my mom right. did this. Right. Like, no, yeah. your trauma does not give you an excuse to act like an ass. <laughs> right. It should and provide you the level of self-awareness to recognize that that's something that happens. And now you have to have the self-control and the self-discipline to correct that behavior. Right. And that's exactly the point that Shanique was making. Like he's basically letting his childhood define him. In terms of every action that he performs and his entire character and everything. And Shanique is like, you can't do that. Like, yes, this is a part of your past and part of what has shaped you. But this doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. You do not have you to have be this choice. way. You do not have to treat people like this. You are allowing this to happen. Because Ooh. you haven't worked through this shit. Oh, <laughs> But they, they never got to that point. <laughs> where Zay could receive it. They even never even got to the point where Shanique could finish explaining it. So yes. he didn't because he didn't want to hear it. He wasn't ready for it. Like I again I get it because you were just introduced to the fact <laughs> that 
that those things correlate. But oh, sweet baby Jesus and the grown one it's, too. It's just it Zay is just Zay is in desperate need of therapy. He has so much potential, and I feel like yes. once he really works through all that shit, he could. Yeah, he could really be a great a great person, first off, but also a great partner, like, once he just works through his stuff. So, mm-hmm. that's just unfortunate. But, yeah, they, them them two do not need to be together at all. Zay doesn't, I don't know who you were referring to, but Zay doesn't need to be with anyone. <laughs> Period. Oh, yes, I agree. No, like, <laughs> none of them. Oh, yeah, they didn't. Zay and Ray and Zay and Shadik and then Zay and anyone until he learns to love who he is as a person and values himself. He's not yeah. gonna be able to allow someone else to love him in that way. Cause again, he's just gonna jump leaps and bounds <laughs> to conclusions. Yeah. Even though they may be accurate. Oh, <laughs> I don't know that he thinks that he deserves love. Uh, mm, that's very possible. Because, yeah. Like a week into the whole experiment, all of a sudden he was ready to get married. And the only reason that he said that he hadn't proposed was because Ray couldn't tell him that she wanted to be with him or whatever. Yeah. Like how she felt. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's valid. Cause Ray really wasn't giving him anything. Cause like, even, you know, just us as viewers, it was like, dude, Ray, do you want this man? <laughs> you sure? Cause you are giving him nothing. You are not, you're not saying that you love him. You're not showing him, at least like to our eyes. Mm-hmm. It's confusing. i was gonna say however i think again because of those times and i don't want zay to pull up on my house or nothing but just to unpack him a little bit because of his childhood and his parents being emotionally unavailable and quite literally physically unavailable um that's probably why he was attracted to ray like he was searching for something that he lacked <laughs> in her and she felt similar because she was constantly emotionally unavailable for him. So you're saying that he was searching for an emotionally he was searching for an emotionally unavailable person? I think that a lot of the times we go out in search of something that we're missing. And we resort to things that are familiar. <laughs> and it Oh, okay. Yeah. A I, lot. I can definitely see that. <laughs> yeah. And it stems a lot from our relationships with our parents. Yeah. And I mean that also explains or could explain anyway him reacting so I don't know, I guess harshly to her not giving the emotions that he wanted or needed at that time because for him that's probably really triggering triggering you are basically acting exactly like my biological parents that didn't want me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i need love i need affection 
and you you refuse to give it to me you don't want to give it to me just like the family that I had they didn't want to give it to me either and now I just feel like a piece of shit (laughs) exactly and instead of dipping out he's like fighting to keep this person in his life that don't need to be there yeah yeah oh so unfortunate Mm-hmm. Okay, well let's let's go ahead and dive into the finale then, child. <laughs> so, okay, so at this point we enter into the finale. Um, Spoiler alert! The couples are now. <laughs> at this point, the couples are now deciding whether or not they're going to get married, um, or you know, go on about their day. By this time. <laughs> <laughs> Zay and Ray have already broken up. Yeah. So we are just waiting to see what will happen with April and Jake, Madeline and Colby, and Shanique and Randall. So let's we'll start with Shanique and Randall. Randall proposed. Congrats, guys. <laughs> I mean, I was very surprised. I was not expecting him to propose at all, but you know, good for them. I just, I just think they needed like more time before. Because I don't a think proposal. They had a resolution. There was no resolution. They literally kept betting heads in the time. Like, they're th- I mean, shit. Both three weeks periods in the time that they were with their other partners and with each other they had not had enough time to grow from that and learn like they were still in their trial phase of okay I have this growth now I have these better communication styles now but they didn't have enough time to really put them into practice practice. yeah with each other (laughs) yeah I agree yeah I think they just needed more time and all of these people desperately need couples counseling if they choose to stay together. But I think that Shanique and Randall like would have easily benefited from couples counseling and like been able to kind of resolve the things they needed in order to get to the place where they wanted to be. And they would have been fine. So they just need, they just need time. Yes. I think they'll be fine. (laughs) Cause they were compatible. They just didn't know how to talk to each other. Yeah. And I feel like okay. it all came from a place of love. That's another thing. Yeah, too. yeah, I agree. I think they'll be well. We'll 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 talk about the reunion first, but <laughs> I think they'll be fine. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, let's talk about April and Jake now. <laughs> I'm so glad. I was afraid for a moment that they were actually going to get engaged. I thought he was going to cave. I thought he was going to cave, but he didn't. Thank God. Yeah, I'm happy that they did not get engaged. Um, the follow up after that, though, <laughs> Jake going to Ray and being like, "Oh, let's take this trip, girl." Yo, that was kind of wild, especially because in his conversation with April right beforehand, he was like, "I'm not gonna run off with Ray," and then the next scene. You literally trying to run off with Ray on a plane to another anywhere in the world. Yeah. Come on, bro. 
Jake's I don't feel like he really was going to run off with her. I think he just wanted that space and time to do whatever that he wanted to do. And running off with Ray to me meant like being like in a relationship with her, engaged to her or whatever. So even though he invited her, I guess quite literally it was him running off, quote unquote, with her. But I feel like it still would have been casual and not serious. I mean, it's possible, but he was definitely acting like he was ready to start a life with Ray. But <laughs> Maybe because I saw through that, that. I just, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with Jake and Ray. I actually wanted them to figure that out. I didn't have a problem with them being together. It was just like, just take, take your time if you're going to do that. That's all I wanted. <laughs> I just wanted Jake to calm down. <laughs> Like, I can definitely understand you wanted to try it out with Ray. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, just, just chill out a little bit. You can date her. Just date her. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, I um I don't think April and Jake needed to be together. So I think that was good that that didn't work out. And it like just ended up being the best for both of them. Yeah. It I said this at the top, but I'm going to reiterate it because it bothered me. And I know that it's something that I used to say to my partner as well. So I'm going to say it (laughs) for everyone that was in my shoes or just dealing with it now. Just because somebody's in a different stage of their life than you doesn't mean that they don't have their shit together. They're just not where you want them to be. And you can't force someone to be on the same page as you like yeah that just is what it is <laughs> yeah you also don't get to dictate where you where somebody should be in their life like that's not up to you at all i i know i'm saying that all confidently now but i'm still struggling with that fact <laughs> mm-hmm and trying to like because I'm very career oriented and nothing is going to get in my way of accomplishing the things that I want to accomplish in life however mm-hmm. my partner's priorities are different like he prioritizes yeah. family and emotions and love and stuff and I'm all about self-preservation and that's I realize in it goes back to the whole strengths weaknesses thing. So I feel like I rub off on him in terms of mm, helping him set those boundaries so that he can focus on himself and grow himself so he can be a better person for his family and the relationships that he cares about. But he's also helping me re- me realize that I need to make time and space for the people that I love and care about as well. Like it doesn't always have to be work, 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 work all the time. Yeah. It can be balance and you need to have balance and you should prioritize balance. Y'all couldn't see the face that she made, but she made a face of disgust, but it's okay. She's going to get it eventually. Okay. (sighs) Madeline and Kobe. (sighs) I put in all capital 
letters <laughs> that mistakes were made. <laughs> because they were like I so Kobe proposed to Madeline and Madeline accepted. She said yes. And then they eloped on the spot. I literally, after I put in all caps, mistakes were made. I put WTF, more mistakes were made. (laughs) Yeah. He trapped her wholeheartedly. He knew what he was doing. He was like, I'm going to capitalize on her vulnerability right now in this moment. And I'm going to trap her. That man is a master manipulator. I don't I don't know how he Kudos does it, but Kobe, good for you. <laughs> you figured it out. <laughs> they just they they just didn't nothing was fixed. Like what you were saying, no. people need to have resolution and there was no resolution here. Zero. Uh, so but I, it just worked out because Madeline like she just kept going back and forth on whether or not she really wanted to be with this man. And I guess Kobe caught her on a day where she, she was <laughs> on. And that worked out. Good. Yes. Good for them. Good for her. I. <laughs> this is what I was saving. <laughs> and I was laughing about earlier. Um, my friend had posted about this. Like all I saw was Kobe ain't slick. And I knew right off the bat what she was referring <laughs> and um like if you just look at the way they look at each other you just know that that's not that's not it but i said she said kobe ain't slick and um we were both talking about how she got trapped and we're laughing about it which is rude we should not laugh about someone's misery however i was just like poor baby and she fell for it too just right off the bat because I guess she got caught up in the moment and my friend her response to that was that's what happens when you fetishize black men shrugging emoji karma (laughs) and I sent the and that that's what I (laughs) oh Mm. Mm. No, I have no comment. Because that's literally what I didn't have anything to say. I sent the and I meme and kept it pushing because I was like, you got it, girl. Drops mic, walks out. Because, woo. Yikes. That's why I had asked you that question earlier about how confident are you that that was her first interaction with the black man? Moving on. You ain't gonna touch it. Okay. You said what I said about that situation. Like, I felt like it was possible that might have been her first, especially with how everybody was acting when they met Randall. Like, her and her friends, Mm. they were like, ooh, exciting black man. She gets to have black dick. Okay. Like, girl, please calm down. All right. Oh, I ain't got nothing else to say about the finale. That was some wild shit. So we can get into the reunion. Because that was some mess as well. That was. <sighs> Y'all, we took we took notes like as we watched <laughs> the season. Okay. So that we would remember all the things that we need to touch on. 
when we record the episode. And Jemay put in all capital letters for the reunion, this bitch is pregnant. Several question marks and exclamation points. I was thoroughly confused. It just kept getting worse. Not only did you get proposed to and you said yes, you got eloped or you you got married and you said yes. And then shortly thereafter, you are now pregnant. Why do I feel like this was not intentional? Mm. But she seemed happy. Well, so. yeah, because she it happened on the show. Like she she got pregnant while filming. They said that on the reunion. Oh, that makes sense. I don't think she Doug, knew she was like pregnant that. until afterwards. Was it Colby's But like she baby? can Yes, it was Colby's baby. She did not have sex with Randall. Randall was not touching her. <laughs> he was smarter than that. He knew. Madeline Madeline certainly tried, but Randall like yeah, they kissed or whatever, but Madeline Randall won't touch her. Talk about trapped. Talk about trap. Like he just kept raising the bar of trapping her. It was crazy. He made sure yeah. he Oof. Yeah. I just did not understand that. And then them giving them like the baby shower gift of that ugly ass cup that I hate. <sighs> I just, I just didn't fully understand. Child, nobody did. But, you know, congrats to them. She's bringing life into this world. They seem happy. Belly looks beautiful. (laughs) You know, I am, I'm happy. I'm happy for them. I feel like they should just focus on co-parenting, not actually being married, you know, but they, they already married now. So we'll see what happens. They seemed like they were good. They just needed to be married. And I guess that made that fixed everything. (laughs) That or like they actually watched the show back and realized, damn, I look crazy. I think a lot of people did that on the show. Yes. Yes. Oh, gosh. Somebody else who didn't really grow because they didn't go through the process was Nathan. (laughs) He just kept speaking for him and Lauren. And I was just like, this girl ain't got a mouth. And then as soon as I thought that she said something and then the conversation was over. (laughs) I still don't really see this. I mean, maybe it will work out. I don't know. Because again, they really honed in on the fact that their only problem was the kid thing. Like one wanted a kid, the other didn't. I'm happy that they did go to couples counseling and I'm happy that Lauren really enforced if this is going to work we need to actually address the kid issue and we need to go to couples counseling and they did that so I'm I'm really mad that Lauren didn't get to be on the show and have that experience because I was looking forward to seeing Lauren I really liked her and I really wanted to watch her but whatever we here now because I felt like she was gonna come out of her shell yes and come into her own I'm happy that they were able to make that progress and dive into that issue in couples counseling. And it seems like now they are, if they're not on the same page, they're at least getting to the same page. And now they've agreed on having one kid. And I think she's probably talked more at length about why she didn't want to have kids in the first place and her concerns with Nathan being a parent and being present as a partner 
while parenting their future kids and stuff like that. So I was happy to see that. Still think Nate's full of shit, but I'm rooting for my girl, Lauren. <laughs> He's just so corny. I think that's what my problem was with him. He was so corny. Yeah. <laughs> just whack. Anyway. Yeah. He, and then <laughs> another person that didn't get to fully grow because they were not on the experience is Alexis. <laughs> she did whatever she could to stay relevant. I swear she did. Like you telling me you randomly met these people three weeks ago and, and now they are part of your bridal shower. That was, you TV. know, that was just for the show. That was, that was yeah, that was purely TV. Cause it was literally just them. Yeah, I was like, that's weird. And then she was like grilling on the reunion. I forgot who she was grilling. It was either Madeline or it was Lauren. But she was grilling them. She was grilling, well, not necessarily Lauren, but she was grilling Lauren and Nate because, and I mean, I understood she didn't need to grill them in that way, but I understood why she was asking the question. She was like, okay, so what's the status of the kid? Are y'all having one or not? Because that is the big question. The whole reason y'all came on the show in the first place was because y'all were not on the same page about kids. And then I don't know where you decided to propose to her right after my man proposed to me. And after you seen that Lauren was about to get snatched up and you just said, okay, well, the kid issue was no longer a thing. So what's the status on kids? I understood. Alexis is still a lot, but I understood. And that was the question that the audience wanted to know, that the cast wanted to know, the host. Like, we all wanted to know what was happening with the kid. So I'm glad she asked. We still really didn't get an answer. But well, they said they agreed to they agreed to have one kid. That was the answer. Oh, they did. She did wrap it up because Lauren was tired of hearing everyone go back and forth with Nate. And she was just like, we're having one. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, okay. But I feel like she just said that to shut everyone up. There wasn't really much to discuss after that. So mm-hmm. she did her job. Alexis and Hunter, their whole situation. They're cute. I'm happy for them. I'm also happy that his mom is a wedding planner and they get to save a whole bunch of money. Like, yes, finesse. Good job. Then it seemed like Alexis calmed down on the whole money, money thing, the breadwinner situation. I think she realized, like, she yeah, like, I, she realized how unnecessary that was, at least for her relationship and how superficial she was kind of being. That's what it seemed like, anyway. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, I agree. Yeah, she's still not cute to me, but whatever. It's you know, she's I cute to Hunter, and that's all that matters. Hunter was just sitting there happy. He was. He was. Good he was Hunter. like, "She's not for everybody, but she's for me." And I'm like, "You know what? Aww. Go you, Hunter." <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, I am. Uh, I am proud of, <laughs> we keep saying it, but Randall and Shneek, um, most proud of their growth. I think even watching them, watching the show back and hearing them talk about how they watch themselves helped them, it forced them to grow. And I feel like that's what really accelerated 
what they needed to see and do. Like you kept talking about how you didn't feel as though they had enough time to mm-hmm. practice those better communication skills and all this other stuff and how they could really come off to their partners. Like, Oh, I was being a whole ass. Yes, you were. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it was like, in those moments, they had that self-reflection and the self-awareness to be like, okay, I need to change this behavior or I need to be more mindful of when it arises type situation. And I know that they got engaged and then ultimately they like broke up. Sometimes absence makes the heart grow fonder. Just worked for me. Just saying. Because <laughs> you kind of realize different things that you don't realize are important to you. I know when I stopped dating Avery for a little while, it was so, so small, but (laughs) I was (laughs) talking to this one dude for a little bit and Avery always opened my car door. Like I I got to a certain point where I was just trained, I guess not to touch the door handle. Mm. And it was less about, oh, my independence as a woman, I don't have it. I can open my own doors. It wasn't about that. It was just like the act of service in terms of he wants to make sure that I get in the car safely and that, you know, I'm appreciated, so on and so forth. So I got used to that (laughs) so much to the point that when I was talking to this new dude, I went to the other side of his vehicle and I was just standing there and I'm like looking at my phone, like la 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 la. He rolls down the window. He was like, you going to get in the car? He like mm. cranked it up and everything. <laughs> I'm just standing oh outside like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> looking dumb as hell. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, and it wasn't until I had that moment, not saying that that made me wake up and realize, oh, I need to be with this person. But I didn't realize how much I valued that um, yeah. when I was in a relationship. So, yeah, that makes sense. That time apart sometimes makes you realize it gives you the space to determine the things that you need and the things that you need to prove on and part for yourself and just how you need to grow, but also the things that you value in another person, mm-hmm. the things that you, you value in a relationship, right? It gives you the space to actually appreciate that from your partner. Yes. So like you're able to come back and be better. So I get that. Mm-hmm. And understanding that what your love language love languages are aren't necessarily how the other person gives love like absolutely yeah (laughs) i don't know if i said that correctly (laughs) you did your love languages are for you like your love languages are how you want to be loved it's Mm -hmm. how you want to receive love that doesn't mean that that is automatically how another person is going to give love So y'all really have to work through that, talk about what your love languages are and take the time to get to know what that looks like for the other person. Like, what does it look like for you to receive love? What does it look like for the other person to give love and like vice versa for Mm -hmm. the, for the other partner in the relationship? I see that as an issue in a lot of relationships when people have their own love languages, how they want to be loved. And so 
they also show love in that way. But if that's not your partner's love languages, like they're not going to receive it well necessarily. So then you're stuck wondering like, why aren't you, why aren't you enjoying this? Why aren't you appreciating this? Cause you are only giving your love language. You're not giving their love language. Yeah. I just said love language like 50 times. I hope that made sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, to give some context and some examples, I think their physical touch, um, acts of service, words of affirmation and gifts like gift giving, receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. Is there another Wait, one? Wait, how many was that? That was, hold on. Physical touch. Physical touch, <laughs> words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time. Quality time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I give a whole bunch of words of affirmation, but I hate words of affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> they make me extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> I like words, uh, acts of service. I, yeah that makes sense because like i'm i'm good at giving gifts but i don't need them so right. if you only want to give me gifts then i'm gonna be like no well uh, thank you but what am i supposed to do with this i have enough stuff <laughs> like i will appreciate it but i will not see that as you loving me necessarily like i'll see that as you care and you know you're an important person in my life but it does not translate to love for me oh yeah you know, I think it's thoughtful if it's a thoughtful right. gift. I, I, I guess it just goes back into acts of service for me. Like if you get me a gift that helps me <laughs> achieve the goal yeah. that I need to achieve, like, you know, that I need a computer or I mean, that's a little excessive, but you just know I need a thing and it would be helpful even if it's five bucks for you to go grab it for me. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, okay, let's get back on track <laughs> with the reunion. <laughs> no, you're fine. So, yeah, that was just Randall and Shanique. They did take that. So I said that because they took that time apart and they realized each other's worth and value. And they just like did a hard reset on their relationship, which I felt like they needed. Um, so literally what you said about time, <laughs> they built time into getting to know each other. Right. Um, whew, so this is what I was gonna say earlier when I like stepped on your your verbal toes <laughs> when we were trying to talk <laughs> at the same time. So I was oh, trying to say Ray? that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Ray finally found her voice, and then instead of using it to have a productive conversation, she just ultimately yelled questions at Zay and then didn't allow him to respond to them. They were both really confusing to me during that reunion. Ray was explaining the whole situation after the finale, like, and why she didn't go on the trip with Jake and how they ended up going back to their original partners and tried. Ray was explaining how she tried with Zay and Zay was, I don't, I don't know what Zay was trying to do in his response. Like, oh, why didn't you? Why didn't you go on that trip with Zay with um with Jake? Oh yeah, because you was fucking me, right? You was fucking me, and but I was confused because I'm like, Ray, Ray said she was with you. So what am I? What am I missing? Like, what are you? What are you trying to do here? What are you trying to make Ray look like? Because to me, it's not translating. And then what you said about Ray piping up when she did when 
she rightfully got mad about Zay not telling her um, about the physical stuff with Shanique. Mm-hmm. You finally decide to use your voice and you use it at the wrong time because this man was actually apologizing or trying to apologize and say that he yeah. was wrong for that. And you were just like, no, don't attack me. Don't attack me. You need to apologize. Try to apologize. No, don't attack me. He, I, what? Very hey, good. What are you doing? What you're not going to do is cut me out. Um, okay. You're cutting yourself off. Yeah. <laughs> I was lost. I was like, <laughs> neither of them are making sense. Does not compute. I so. literally, if I was Zay, I would have just been like, okay, everybody just let her get it out of her system. We'll just wait till she's done. Cause I clearly mean, she- you saw he walked away. You he saw he walked I off. Sat there. I would have been like, okay, do get out what you need to get out. <laughs> that was, that was a mess. So yeah, they don't need to be together. I understand that they wanted to try, but yeah, they ultimately don't need to be together. They just have too much to work on, on their own. They both need to be in therapy. And I'm I'm excited to see how Zay grows from therapy, you know, in theory, if he gets it. And I hope he does. Zay, if you're listening, you're probably not listening to this shit. But just in case yeah. you are, please go get therapy. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <sighs> and then last couple was <laughs> April and Jake. Ciao. Oh, they they were just trying to shade each other. First of all, where where Jake come from with these not straight backs, but he's going rolls. What is what did, like he's, he said he's like a quarter black? Down. Yeah, I just feel like he that white quarter is hanging on by a thread. Yeah, I just every time we saw him i felt like he got more and more stepping into that culture let's just say because i just feel like with april he did a lot of things and i was using the term whitewashing i feel like he whitewashed himself to be with april because that's what made her feel comfortable she didn't like the scruffy beard she didn't (laughs) like his hair a certain way um so I don't know. I feel like he's in the space of trying to find himself. Did sense. April say that? That she didn't like his beard? His beard or his hair that way or stuff like that? She said that? Because I don't remember. I was going to say definitely the beard thing because Ray liked okay. the fact that he's getting all like scruffy. Okay. He gotcha. He looked like a grown ass man when he did. And he started to look like a black. Yeah. To me, he started to look like a black man when he got scruffy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I think Jake is able to be more himself uh without April. Like just being alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he just needs to be single for a while. Cause he needs to be he needs to figure out himself, like you said, find himself and also learn not to be such a people pleaser to the point where it'll hurt him to his detriment, you know? So like, he just sacrificed so much. And I don't think that April appreciated that. He literally went into the military as a child <laughs> and then got out, lit- did not have a life 
in that period of time. And all he was asking for was a few years to do what he wanted to do as a person. And she was just like, no. (laughs) But she found someone that she want to be with that wants to be with her. Yeah. Have babies, so yeah. April just has to realize she can't change people. You have to accept them for who they are. Some people need to change in ways where you know they're evolving and growing, but that doesn't mean that they're changing who they are at their core. In April, it seemed like that wasn't really translating to April. Like she was just trying to change, like to fit the mold that she wanted and you can't do that you just need to go find the person that you want stop trying to change jake to be the person that you want mm-hmm. you talked about it in the previous episode you know you can't be falling in love with people's potential out here in these streets <laughs> Whoa, i ain't gonna lecture y'all again y'all heard it if you didn't hear it go back and listen to the last episode the summary was you're, you're in love with a non-existent person. <laughs> oh, I'm saying. A bit of an imagination. She didn't have to I'll do it t- like that, but she did. <laughs> okay, but it's true though. Oh my god, I'm with him for his potential. Oh my gosh, that person doesn't exist. Is that what your final thought in Andor cheat code is gonna be? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Oh. Uh, Let's get into the final thoughts. Because we've been talking for hours at this point, child. Let's wrap it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I guess we can start here. Tony, are you pro ultimatum or not? not Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't, I don't imagine. Yeah, I don't see it for myself. Who knows? I might be in a relationship one day and be like, I'm giving you an ultimatum. Okay. (laughs) I need this. You need to give me a ring. But as of right now, I don't see it. I don't see how it's beneficial to give an ultimatum. Um, At least not for myself. I can see why people feel the need to give ultimatums. And I can see how that can be beneficial, possibly. But I guess it depends on how or why you're giving the ultimatum so again like i said earlier the way that most of these people were doing it it was to be manipulative to like force their partners into a marriage with them instead of recognizing that an ultimatum is purely for yourself like what you were saying earlier it's for you to get an answer i don't know let's say for example if you're with your partner and you lose trust because this person had some infidelity or some shit like that and then you decide to give an ultimatum. Like the ultimatum is for you to dis- to figure out if you are able to trust this person again. Mm-hmm. Like okay. I need you to do these things to show that you can be trusted or like to give me the comfort that I need to f- feel like I can trust you again. And if I don't feel like I can trust you because I need to be in a relationship where there is love and trust, then I'm going to walk away. You cannot force somebody to be in a relationship with you. You can't force them to get on one knee. And that's what people seem to be missing in this show. They were using an ultimatum to force their partner into a marriage with them. And that's not what it's about. It's about you deciding for yourself if you can be in this space or not. 
not forcing another person to be in a space with you. That's unfair. That's manipulative and it's bullshit. Hello. (laughs) So I completely agree. I would say I am pro ultimatum for the right reasons. I've given an ultimatum before, um, but it was after a lot of thought. I had to sit down and recognize in myself and say, hey, I love this person unconditionally in every form or facet. From day one, (laughs) from day one, this person has told me that they do not want to be married. They do not see that in their future. And I chose to ignore that up until this point. Mm. I want to be married. That is a non-negotiable for me. So, because for me, it's, it's about more than just the rings and the, you know, commitment and stuff. It's, I want to build a life with someone else and have that level of commitment and connection through God, like with someone and partnership. Like That's how I'm going to summarize all of that. However, if that's not something that my partner views for themselves, I cannot force that on them. And I love them enough to let them go because I deserve to be with someone who wants the same things as me. And so does he period. So that is why I'm pro ultimatum, but you have to have that level of empathy and self-awareness and discipline to be like this is not this is not about me per se, it is what is best for us in right. in our future moving forward. So I'm going to make it real simple for y'all. Ultimatums are ultimately about boundaries. You respecting your boundaries, (laughs) them and them respecting their boundaries. So if one of their boundaries is, I don't want to have kids, you cannot force someone (laughs) who does not want to have kids and disrespect their boundary to have kids with you because you love them and you want to be with them and you don't want to go somewhere else to figure that out. That's really all it boils down to. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I'm glad you said that. Like, that's a perfect way to summarize that because an ultimatum essentially is a boundary. Or like it functions the way a boundary is also supposed to function. An ultimatum is for yourself and a boundary is also for yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I hope y'all <laughs> received that. I hope y'all understood it, child. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard. It's easier said than done. But yes, at the end of the day, setting the boundary and enforcing it. That enforce part is a little difficult for me. But setting the boundary, I'm just saying. I I could not help but laugh at these people. Because again, (laughs) I was them at like year two, three However, I have now been in a relationship for about seven years now. So you kind of realize that you, two years is, it's not for everyone. I'm, I'm not, I highly do not recommend you staying in a relationship with someone for seven years. Tomato, tomato, tomato. But <laughs> <laughs> it, it's the ghetto. Um <laughs> But what I can say is I've had the time to really get to know my partner and understand them and know them and see their growth over time and evolve with them. 
And mm-hmm. I will say it's been a beautiful thing and I wouldn't change that experience. However, I do wish sometimes that it was a little bit more accelerated. <laughs> Ciao. Y'all see Jamea out here giving another ultimatum. You know why. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Let's get into the cheat codes because we do have some cheat codes for this long ass episode. All right, mm-hmm. Jamea, mm-hmm. what do you have for the people? Okay, let me, let me read here. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. So... Dating people helps you learn what you don't want and what you want. (laughs) So I know earlier we're talking about age and whatnot, but like using your young 20s, I highly recommend to explore yourself and others um, so that you can enjoy your time to be selfish, as I stated, Mm -hmm. to be free to do whatever the hell you want to do without anybody like checking up on you, <laughs> where you at, Amen. what you doing. Oh my goodness. Enjoying your singleness. <sighs> like it is a good thing. Everybody tries to treat it like it's a bad thing, but you can wear what you want to wear. You can go where you want to go. You can look how you want to look. You can feel how you want to feel. You can say what you want to say without having to consider the thoughts and feelings of another human being and trying to factor yeah. that like you can be your whole self and discover what your whole self is and who that person that that you want to be and become that yes absolutely it's it's great over here because you know that's what i'm doing right now <laughs> and and it's, do it's what you want to do like singleness does not mean you have to be by yourself and i'm gonna just lay that there and walk away from it because <laughs> i hung now, up now some drink. of y'all <laughs> some of y'all need to be by yourselves for a little bit so you just, just take some time to think about that okay yeah i'm talking about serial monogamists <laughs> anyway 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 um did you have another that, one yes yes that leads me into okay. my second one which is <sighs> If you have to change yourself at your core to be with the person or like your partner, that's probably not the person that you need to be with, i.e. Zay and Ray. <laughs> like Chile. Yeah. Madeline kind of had this problem as well. Like her main problem with commitment was she alluded to it. She never said it, but she was afraid she was gonna lose herself in a whole nother person. That mm-hmm. means you're not confident in your identity and who you are as a person yet to be with someone else. <laughs> yeah. So again, folks, you have to be a whole person and you want to get with a whole person. One times one equals one great marriage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. That's what I was trying to say. But- you know what I'm saying? One times one equals one. My therapist, I can't take care of that. I can't take credit for that. My therapist gave that to me. I was like, oh, I like multiplication. Just yeah, elevates that makes everything. so much sense. That makes so much sense when you put it that way. No um, my cheat codes. <laughs> yes. So like my first cheat code is kind of adding on to what Jamae just said. And this is also the point that I was making earlier, talking about April and the shit that she was doing. 
if you feel the need to change somebody else at their core in order to be with them, then you don't need to be with that person either. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to change a person into your partner. Mm. Like they can grow and they can evolve, but you don't change a person at their core. You don't force them to be another person. Because again, what do I say all the time? You can't control other people. You can only control yourself. Mm. So your partner is out there for you. If you got to change this person, then that person is not your person. Go out there and find your person because they ain't it. Okay. And I know it's hard out here in these streets, but. It's worth it when you find them. (laughs) Yeah. And then my second point, my second cheat code, take the time to figure out why you want to be married, like be married Mm. in general, and then evaluate why you want to be married to a specific person. Okay. Mm -hmm. Getting married just because you think it's the next step in life or relationship or, you know, whatever timeline, expectation. That is not a good enough reason to get married. And that Mm -hmm. is how you get stuck in situations, in relationships that you shouldn't be in, that you're not supposed to be in, that you were never supposed to be in in the first place. That's how you end up settling. Mm. That's really great. That's Again, go get that book, (laughs) y'all. Preparing for marriage because it just goes into that whole expectation thing. A lot of people think they have to get married because that's what they've seen. That's what they've seen in their family, so on and so forth. And even vice versa, they think that marriage is not for them because they haven't seen a successful marriage growing up or whatever. So just Mm -hmm. taking that time to figure it out. And then the next thing I would suggest you do is write down what you want in a partner. And then go ahead and look at your specific person and see if they even line up to anything you just wrote down. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that will scare you. <laughs> we say all the time, write the vision and make it plain. Mm. That applies to your partner. It was scary. Like, I just didn't want to be with this person at all. And I made that list and then I realized, oh, no, I do want to be with this person. They're just annoying as hell. <laughs> Man, listen, this is not easy shit. It's not. But this is part of adulting. Occasionally. And we're here to help you through it. This was great. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this special episode. And if you have not watched The Ultimatum on Netflix, please go watch. Because, yeah, it's a hot mess. But that shit is entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's great. It a lot about yourself as well. Yeah. Oh, I have one more final thought. Uh oh. I know that everybody, everybody wants to pick a villain, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's trying to point out like specific villains within each of these relationships, and like a main villain on the show and all that type of shit. I'm here to say that none mm-hmm. of these people on the cast were the villains. Okay, the real villains were Nick mm-hmm. and Vanessa Lachey. Those were the real villains of the show. That's all I got to say. You're not going to unpack that for people? (laughs) Hell no. They the real villains. Just go watch and you'll understand, okay? They did not give good advice at all. (laughs) 
They didn't. Uh, they kept making about. They kept making about day marriage and stuff. Vanessa yeah. kept telling all day business. Nick was just sitting there looking lost all the time. Look, they the real villains of the show. Okay, that's. <laughs> on that note, thank you all for tuning in. Thank mm-hmm. you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Blessings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you got anything to add? Grand Risings and. <laughs> Grand no, you say that at the beginning of things or do you say that when you're leaving i don't know it's like people say that thing. right yeah well people say that like <laughs> as an alternative to good morning i guess oh oops good night <laughs> <laughs> bye guys <laughs>